Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. The Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. Have you talked yourself into the Eagles winning on Monday, Ike? If you had to guess early, yes is what? I would say yes is 58%. 39%. Damn. 61% of voters, <laughs> over 1,000 early, are saying Damn. no. They have not talked themselves. Damn, 38%? I know. I know. Man. Not, not great. Not great. Especially on playoff week. Yeah. But I don't know, we're man. Not, we're not close enough to Monday yet. They have not. Uh, the bad taste is not out of people's mouths. No, no, it is not. We'll go back to the phones here in one second, but two things I, I thought were interesting. Uh, no A.J. Brown at practice today. The, the full injury report is not out. But reporters there saying AJ was not present at practice, but Devontae was out there doing some drills. So okay, obviously has the uh, the the sprain. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about AJ. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about AJ. Um, would they ever determine what exactly it was? It was MCL sprain. To what degree? I thought it was a grade two, right? Grade two. Yeah, and I, I've had the the grade two MCL uh, sprain myself, and. For me, I got it um, in the third preseason game uh, of the of the season, and so I had at least two weeks to get ready for the opener. Yep. You know what I mean, two two and a half weeks to get ready for the opener. And even then, I still needed a brace on my knee. Was that later in your career or earlier? Yeah, it was the Super Bowl year. Okay, so I mean, that was like twenty nine year old Ike. Yeah, third year old. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't over the hill. I know, but yes. AJ, AJ's tw- like at least he's younger. I don't give a damn what it is if it's a second degree MCL sprain. Yeah, I just don't know if maybe he's younger that he has a better chance of bouncing back and being ready to go. Oh, he sure definitely does have a better. It, it just sports medicine is much better now, twenty years later. Yeah, I'm just saying it. He's a wide receiver. I was a linebacker who was on special teams. I didn't have to cut, run routes, outrun a DB to get open, and all those things. Yeah. So when you're a wide receiver. You damn near need to be almost 100% healthy in order to be an elite wide receiver. If you go out there hobbled, not as fast, not as quick out of your breaks, you're not as effective as a wide receiver. And especially on a slippery track. Exactly. That that, that an MCL sprain on a slippery field on, on Monday? Yeah. Don't love that. Don't Do love, that. love that. Uh, and, but and, I am happy uh, at least Devontae is out there doing something. And the second thing I thought was interesting – and. I can't tell if he's always there or not, and he probably is. But Jeff Lurie was was watching practice today, like he was. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, listen, and, and I'm glad. Yeah, they need to see the balls down there in practice. Yeah, like this is, yeah, this the, the idea that anything can happen Monday and everybody's going to be fine. Yeah, that's out the door. That's 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 out the door. Yeah, no, that, that that's out the door. So, you know, I, I said weeks ago about 
Jeffrey Lurie's state of mind, not being happy about what he's seeing out there on the field. I think there's there's two things that I think are irking uh, Lurie more than anything. The defense, I don't think, is is really the number one thing. I'm not sure he loves the the coach's antics on the sidelines uh, as like the face. Well, yeah, when you lose it, nobody loves it. But he's been doing it for three years though. Yep. Uh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. See, when he, he did it when he during the Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. And they got away with it because they're winning. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he loves the the offense this year. I think he thinks his offense should be flying higher, given the amount of uh, resources he's put into that side of the ball. So, I mean, if, if there's – again, it's going to be really interesting on Monday night, mm-hmm. but I think if there's two things that bother him the most, it's probably those two things. Yeah, and there's going to be changes this offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I, I don't, even if they win Monday. Yeah, there will be. There will be. Still, still a disappointing year. Uh, John's in Missouri. What's, What's happening, John? Hey. So, uh, listen – I don't uh, – I'm going to probably get some flack for this, but I think the best thing for this franchise, not necessarily all the guys on the team, but the best thing for this franchise is to lose to the Buccaneers. All right? And not just to lose, but to lose embarrassingly. All right? I want the only guy scoring points on Monday to be Jake Elliott. And I want this team to get blown out by, like, you know, two or three scores. I want the camera to pan. Why, to why is that? Why okay, is that? yeah, just get to the ultimate reason as to why you want this. Because it's got to change, man. It's got to change. What has to change? Right what has to change? The coaches. Okay, all right? well, just we say can, that. We can, all, we, can, we can all argue about who the coach should be and who the coach shouldn't be and whether Nick should stay. You just want to change. Right? But, well, I mean, I have specific people in mind that I want. Well, who, who should the coach be then? I want Bill Belichick. There it is. The there you Belichick go. Well, let's get train. to it then, John. I've, get get I've, to I've it. Been on, I've, I've been on the Belichick train for like probably three weeks now, all right? I think he's the perfect coach for this team. They need discipline. Hmm. They don't need flower speeches, all right? And I, I honestly do think that given the fact that the biggest issue on this team is the defense, I think we can all agree that, that a defensive-minded coach, which I'm normally not a fan of, is probably the best thing for this team. And I definitely think that Jalen needs harder coaching. I don't think he's getting hard coaching. I think Jalen needs to hear some, some, some hard truths from his coaches instead of what he's getting right now from Nick and Brian Johnson, given their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think Bill Belichick is the guy. And Bill Belichick was thinking about drafting Jalen. Let's not forget that. So Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody was thinking about drafting Jalen after last year. Sure. You got a point there. Yeah. You got a point there. But, you know, listen. <laughs> he, I, he didn't I, go to I, the second round. If they wanted him, they could have drafted him. You know, I love this team. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. If you knew how much money I spent just to be able to watch them every week in my truck when I'm over the road, mm-hmm. you know, I, I spent a lot, way too much money on this team this year and haven't even been to a live game. But, you know, I think over the long term, things need to change. I think regard, like you guys are saying, regardless of what happens on Monday, things are going to change. I think an extremely embarrassing first-round kick from the playoffs is what's really going to instigate Jeffrey Lurie making some some big changes. Right, uh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, everything's on the table if, if, if it looks like it's looked the last three weeks. Here's the thing that I would be, I would be um, if it gets to that point, I would be interested in what fans want as a head coach versus what the Eagles want as a head coach. Right? Like, if they change everything, you think they're going from this extreme to the complete opposite extreme of bringing in a Bill Belichick type of coach in here, somebody that may want to run everything, that may want to have a little bit more say versus 
what has been successful for them with the last two head coaches. The last coach they brought in here and gave that type of control to was Chip Kelly. Then they decided they're not going that road. They went with Doug Peterson that nobody wanted. He won a Super Bowl in his second year. Then they went with an even lesser known coach and Nick Sirianni that we mocked, made fun of, and everything else for an entire year, all the way up into the flower speeches and everything else. He went to the Super Bowl in his second year. They didn't bring in this guy that was, hey, hey, Doug wasn't a play caller when he came here. Wasn't a play caller. They tried to act like he called plays in Kansas City. Come on, man. He couldn't even explain the two-minute drill coming down the stretch in the playoffs. Didn't want to give Brady the ball back? Didn't want to give Brady the ball back. Right. That was his philosophy. So you knew they didn't bring Doug in for his, his schemes and great offensive mind and play calling. No, what they did was gave him veteran coordinators. They gave him a veteran coordinator on defense and Jim Schwartz, and they gave him a veteran coordinator on offense and Frank Reich. That's what they did. And when Doug got a chance to call plays, the offense looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Looked terrible. They did the same thing with Nick Sirianni. Tried to give him play calling duties first. It looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Had a great coordinator in Shane Steichen. Had a good one in Jonathan Gannon. So this idea that they're going to go out, their formula for success over the last seven years, has been what it has been. Do you think they're going to deviate from that? I mean, that's a real question. Like, I don't I don't think they are. I don't think they'll deviate, deviate from it. I just I wonder if they view an option like Belichick as a once-in-a-lifetime in a, in a kind of chance to get a coach as good as him, mm-hmm. and they have to give a little bit. Like, sure, like obviously Belichick, Belichick comes here. He probably has control over 53, and maybe they can come together and say, you're not going to draft – you know, you could be more the head coach and, and let us kind of take care of, of getting the talent in here. We'll be collaborative. That's the only thing that I, I've begun to wonder. Because Andy Reid, I mean, they did let go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure there was teams, obviously, that are kicking themselves that they weren't in on the Andy Reid sweepstakes in 2013. Well, that, yeah, they thought he was done. They thought he was he done. had three straight years of, you know, mediocre football. At trending best. down. Trending down, yeah. A, a lot like what has happened with Bill Belichick the last yep. three years. So I don't think they will, but I don't think they should rule it out. I mean – if you have a chance to get Belichick, I'm still on board. With Certainly make the phone call. Go, going and, and, and getting Bill. See, and even Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh's going to want control. Now, he may want more control than Bill Belichick. And that's what I think. I actually think that he, if you're looking for a guy that wants to come in and run the whole thing, I think it's more Harbaugh than Belichick. Yeah, I agree. Because he can go anywhere. Like He's yep. more sought after. He's probably the number one coach. And I'm not sure like what teams are lining up for Belichick. Commanders probably. Falcons maybe. Not to, not to mention, what, what, like, what do they pay Nick Sirianni? Probably five to seven, five, million. six million, seven million dollars a year. Yeah, imagine having to pay a coach twenty million plus. Yeah, that might be what Belichick's looking for. Well, that that's that's what he makes now. So yeah, you get Bill Belichick, you're getting the, and you're going to have him when he breaks the record. Mm-hmm. So he he's going to get his money's worth there, and even uh, uh, Harbaugh, that's going to be twenty five plus million. Ben Johnson, fifteen million. And he, he hasn't done anything. <laughs> Price is going up. <laughs> Mel's in West Philly. I mean, seriously, like, yeah. Sirianni makes what? Six, six, I would think five six seven, seven million? Five yeah. seven million? Not yeah. making a ton of money? No. But listen. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. If you want a difference maker, I, it's going to have to cost you. Yeah. And, and I think Belichick's still a difference maker. Mel's in West Philly. What's happening, Mel? Hello. Hello, Mel. What's up, Mel? Y'all on the air? Yeah. Yeah. What's up with you, Jack? What's up, Ike? What's up, Mel? What's up, Mel? Hey, what's going on? Hey, listen. I'm the guy that called before, and I want to keep I keep notes. I keep receipts Uh-oh. on everything that y'all been saying. Oh, yeah. Jack Fritz, you since the start of the season with this crap, uh, lose the season week one. Yeah, I, I remember all that. Yeah, and well, I mean, maybe it would have got them more crap. locked in. Yeah. You think we're going to lose to the Bucks? You worried about the Bucks? Yes, I'm worried about the Bucks. What are you talking about? What makes you worried about the Bucks? Why are you worried? You worried about Mike Evans, Rashad White, uh, Godwin? You weren't about those guys. You weren't about our defense getting destroyed, right? Uh, yeah. No, that ain't gonna happen. This Why? Why is it not gonna happen, though? Oh, okay, yeah. These guys are showing real resiliency in the last five weeks. This happens every Eagle season. Your fans turn. This happens every single Eagle season. Losing five of six to close out a year. Hold up! Hold up! 2017 or 2016 Super Bowl year. What happened? Oh, Wiz goes down. Oh my God, the season's over. Oh my God, what are we going? We got Nick Foles. We played horrible. We went that last week of the season. Played horrible. Okay. We went it going into the playoffs. This team's what healthy. Happened? This team's healthy. Put on that dog mask. Put on that dog mask against Atlanta. Well, they're favorites. Come on, this week. man. Have some faith in this team. We're going to wake up during playoffs. Why do you think Come they're going to wake man. up? Why do you think they're going to wake up? Because you got that man, QB1, under oh, center, Jalen Hurts. He's, he's, he's let them lose the last five out of six games, by the way. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you counting the Giants game as a loss? Yes, I'm you counting the Giants game as a loss. Yes. No, that, 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 that team didn't wake up for that game. The starter shouldn't even been in. The starter shouldn't have played. Come on, man. Come on, Jack. Yeah. Are you kidding no, I'm not kidding. Why do you think this defense is all of a sudden going to stop Baker Mayfield when they couldn't stop Tyrod no, Taylor or Kyler Murray or Tyrod again? Looks, you might have to go back to Sean Desai because I ain't going to lie. Sean Desai did a way better job. We shut down oh, the there it in is. the second half. Would you go, go back, back to the side for the playoffs, Ike? Would you go back to the side? Did we not hold Tyreek Hill to under 80 yards? That was oh, 100 man. weeks go ago. Don't come on, man. Me, you sound like you're in La La Land. They can't what go. Are you they, well, listen, about? they they make. Oh, listen, God, am I not saying facts right now? You're not am saying not facts saying right facts? now. No, you're not. Oh. You're absolutely not. Because you're bringing we up a week eight down. game. You bring up a week eight. What are you talking about? They've got shredded by Kyler Murray, Tyrod Taylor. Kyler Murray's a former number one overall pick. We wasn't trying. We trying to get to the. What are you talking about, Mel? We were coasting. Yeah, all right, this no, no, no. This fan base is losing it. They're losing yeah, it. Get some facts and come back and see me. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not even trying to be overly negative. I'm, I'm actually echoing the sentiments of the city. <laughs> we've just de- we've been dealing with delusional callers to begin this this program, and I'm a fan of our callers. It's a big part of the show. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Bringing up the Miami game. You know, Miami game was the last time Jordan Davis got a tackle for a loss. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> Josh Sweat hasn't had a sack in eight weeks. It's been a while. Hassan Reddick hasn't had a sack in the last four games. Yeah. I mean, he's dropping in coverage now. Yeah, no, it's a good, a good plan by your boy. Your, <laughs> My boy. Your boy, Matt Patricia. You, they won't, you don't want them to go back to the side? Why? I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you want to talk about yeah, How do you think the players are going to react to that when you say, you know what, we tried Matt Patricia out for four weeks. Let's go back to Sean Desai. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, that ought to get a great response out of the players. Yeah, you want to see what a panic move is. I mean, that's a panic move. Yes. I mean, the Patricia move, 
practicing the and then going back to the side. <laughs> Add it all up. Yeah, you may as well fire him right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it over with. Would that spark the team? Firing Patricia before the game on Monday? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Matt's in Pottstown. What's happening, Matt? Hey, Jack. What's happening? What do you um, got? Uh, just for you and Ike here. I, I mean, I, we could sit here and bounce around again like that last caller going through stuff. I, I don't want to waste the time doing that because I want to get into a different topic a little bit. But going into Monday, I, I think people have this, this misunderstanding between expectations and beliefs, right? They're, they're two totally different things. My expectation is 100% for the Eagles to win. But the, uh, quite honestly, the more I hear Jalen speak, the further away I, the further away I get from confident that that's what's going to happen. Um, hopefully that changes by Monday. But right now I'm in the boat with you. I don't feel confident they're going to win, but I do expect them to win. If that makes sense, because they're two different things to me. So, so, so what? What is uh, I guess not encouraging that you hear that you hear when you hear Jalen speak? There's there's certain things he talked about about after the fact about going back into the game. I mean, okay. not I mean again, that's partially him, but that's also partially the staff has to be smarter to protect the player in the situation, not to let him back out there regardless of what he wants. Um, I understand what you're saying. It does show something that they that he does want to go back in and play, but at the same time, you got to protect the player from himself and protect the organization moving forward. And I don't think that was done against the Giants in that game. Um, mm-hmm. When you hear him say things about you know, it's just the the not being very open in it, like you don't know what you don't know, and and there's lots of things you guys don't <laughs> yes. know. It just it just opens up the windows for for uncertainty and discontent. So okay. just from that regard, I don't. I, it just didn't make me feel good as a as a fan. Well, it feels like something's off with this team, Matt. Like it just feels like something's off heading into a, a well, playoff. They clearly game. aren't clicking on all cylinders. Well, it's, but it's, it's on the field. It's off the field. It's pre- yeah. I, like Dallas. Yeah, Stoddard. that's what happens with bad with teams go bad. Yeah, it's, it's right. normally so, something going and, on. Not great. And, and, and because of that again but this is my last point so i want to get into to brian johnson and the rooney rule for a second but i don't believe monday is, is the end-all be-all factor and determine if nick sirani staying here i think the groundwork has been laid out there in the past few weeks as to not to fire him regardless of what happens on monday but there is going to be some substantial changes obviously in the coordinating positions and things like that but i don't think nick sirani is going anywhere because the one consistent through all of these years of everything that's been going on has been jeffrey these people that are calling for Belichick or Ver, you know, Vable, who I think is a very good coach, there's no chance of them coming here because they're too strong at it. That's not what Jeffrey and Howie want. That's never what we're going to get. I want to get into Brian Johnson and, and these, these so-called interviews, right, mm-hmm. and the NFL. I, I think it's disrespectful. I think it's distasteful. I think it's, it's a slap in the, in the organization and the structure of the NFL and the Philadelphia Eagles because in all reality, he is not in a position this year to really earn – those meetings and I think it's a loophole that other teams in the NFL are using to skirt the Rooney rule I don't believe that I believe that the NFLPA or somebody needs to step in or even these coaches that are being invited need to stand on their business and say no I'm not coming because I know I'm not worthy at this moment I think Brian Johnson down the road could be a good coordinator right now his situational play calling and stuff like that is isn't there and I just, I just feel it's, it's, it's disrespectful to the Eagles because look at the dismay and the storms that it causes because even on the airways and all the questions that go on, we all know that he's not worthy of being garnered for an interview for a head coaching position, and that creates turmoil within our own building, which we already are dealing with anyway. It makes him a laughing stock. It devalues him in the future, and the NFL allows this, and the players allow this, and I think it needs to be addressed by the NFL. It's disrespectful, and it's just not right. 
I listen, I hear you, Matt, and and we we've had this we had this discussion seemingly every year when you feel like these courtesy interviews are being performed. Who was the um who was the guy who who they got did like that in New York? Was it Brian Flores? Well, Flores was the one a couple years ago that had a lawsuit. Right, because he complained that he felt like did, did he a sham interview? He, yeah, it was a sham with interview. The Broncos and and, uh, and the Giants, I believe, right? I think the Giants were a part of it as well. Yeah, right. Because didn't Bill Belichick congratu- called him incorrectly and congratulated him on the job when Brian Dable got it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, it's something that's been out there, Matt. Every, every year, like we seemingly this time of the year when these coaches get get these these interviews, you're wondering, okay, are these guys legitimately? Uh, have legitimate chances to get the job, or it's because the the NFL has put this rule in place to where you have to interview a minority candidate that teams are just doing it to get it out the way so they can fill the quota. I just don't know how you police that. Yeah. I don't don't know how you police that. That's why it's always hard when you force a company, in this case teams, you, you tell them it's a mandate you have to interview a minority candidate. You're not telling them they have to hire them. You're just saying you have to interview at least one. And I guess if you're Brian Johnson, first of all, you're never going to say, I don't deserve the job. I believe you're going to say, you know, I, I could do that job. But he's at least would be getting good practice of interviewing for what, when he eventually does, you know. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy got a lot of practice. He did. Yeah, I wonder how much practice he's going to get this time around. He might not even get interviewed for a head coaching job. I think Deuce had a couple – Interviews like some of these guys, they just get interviewed, and you know they're like, "Man, eh, you're not hiring this guy as a head coach." Yeah, but guys like Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams, who's had uh, a head coaching job in, before, even though it was an interim uh, phase, I believe. Yes, he may get some interviews. He's with the Rams. Who else has got? I mean, Brian Johnson being with the Eagles matters. Well, and if you look at the numbers, yeah, like it, like the it matters. Not been a yes, because sometimes teams just want you for that experience that you have with being with a successful organization. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you have somewhat of a blueprint of what it what it, it looks like to build a successful organization. So a, a team like the Panthers, desperate, nobody wants to go work for the guy. So a guy, I mean, Brian Johnson is the type of coach that will take that job. And if you missed the news, Brian Johnson is uh, interviewing for the Titans job as well. Titans job also. So And, and listen, the Titans job is going to be hard to fill. Like, who's, who's lining up to go coach that team? Yeah, Will Levis and those guys. Yeah. Although, that's another division that's sort of winnable. Yeah. It's not a strong division. It's an okay division, although Houston probably has the – we thought Jacksonville had the edge in that division. But both the Titans and Panthers realize they're not getting the Harbaugh. They're not getting the Ben Johnson. Right. Not getting, yes, they're not getting those guys. They're not getting yep. those guys. So yep. this is the – they're having to go for people that are viewed as fast risers. And a year ago, Brian Johnson was viewed as a fast riser. Yep. So I think I think he still has – I think he still has, um, you know, a chance around the league. Yeah. Here, yeah. I don't think people are, are exactly sad that the idea of he's going to be a uh, possible head coach elsewhere. You, know what I mean? you tell me people would be happy if, if he got a head coaching job? Uh, I think there might be a parade <laughs> down broad. No, I'm just kidding. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Uh, have you talked yourself into the Eagles winning on Monday? It's Thursday. And early on the phone lines, they have. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter completely, not so much. <laughs> completely disagrees, which is usually how this thing goes. On the other side, Shiel Kapadia from the ringer. Is this fixable? What is the, the tape saying about Jalen Hurts? Would he have interest in Bill Belichick? And how does he see Monday going down? Shiel Why is Nick Saban? Dude, I'm just like, listen, would you not sign up for Belichick as a head coach and Saban as the D.C.? 
First of all, same as nobody's DC. That's true. <laughs> yes, that's true. Carol, uh, okay, Carol to be the DC. DC. Come on, get all three of them together. That's exactly right. Listen, <laughs> name an organization. I'm that surprised have... it took us this long to get the Saban's name. Who would have more experience in that team? Nobody. Carol Saban. Belichick. Belichick, come on, man. Who's the offense? Who's the oldest offensive coordinator? We don't even need an OC. Nah, just run. <laughs> hey, you know what will happen then, though? They'll run the ball. I mean, they'll... oh, they definitely will run the ball. Yeah. Yes. Listen, they're they're first off, they're wearing Kelly greens for all eight home games. <laughs> they're running the ball and they're playing good defense. This city's on. We'll take it. Wink Martindale, linebacker coach, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Shilk Padia from the Ringer. Join us next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest five G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.